This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. It includes so many different things all the way across a wide spectrum of people and places, but at the core of everything, the Auburn experience is all about sports, all about our culture, and yes, all about our family. And because the Auburn experience is about family, I have to have an Auburn family member here with me on a very special day for him, might I add. Happy birthday, Mr. Austin Scott. Thank you, Kyle. War Eagle, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to be back, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be recording on my birthday. And uh, we've got lots you to talk say, about. You we've say got... that while you're gritting through your teeth. I'm happy to record on my birthday. <laughs> no, no. If I, if I want, did not want to be recording, Kyle, tonight, I would have told you. And, and I have no problem saying that. So I'm, I'm happy to be here tonight and, uh, and, and talking. About, we got lots to talk about. Um, and, you know, it, it was probably naturally going to come up anyway, and we'll get to this. But it was my birthday a year ago, too. And so it, on the same day, that's how birthdays work. But Hello, it was geez. last year on my birthday. It, I had a, lot, a whole lot of fun with a certain yeah. year. So we'll, we'll talk about it later. Little tease of coming up a little reminiscing about a major event from last season's basketball. It's come around a year since that point. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Austin's experience at gymnastics, but we're going to open up the show as we always do kind of just bouncing around. For some reason I've started calling it Auburn potpourri and what we just kind of want to get out there in the open. So we try to cover as much as we can. I'm going to go ahead and get us out there. Something I'm going to tease for everybody uh, to start off with tomorrow morning, you don't want to, well, if you're watching live, obviously, if you're listening to the podcast a few days ago, you've missed it, but you can go back and watch the replay. We do good morning, Auburn at about eight 30 ish Eastern time. It's going to be a little earlier tomorrow. We're going to be discussing the hype that is building around this Auburn basketball matchup with Alabama amongst players mm-hmm. <laughs> and amongst mm-hmm. fans and how much we are all getting ready for that. I was asking the question, Austin, are we going to have an event, which we're going to talk about in the next segment or so, um this season and it feels like this one if the pieces go the way it could auburn does what they need to do alabama as much as i'm not rooting for that needs to do those things too this matchup could be the biggest of the sec and one of the biggest of college basketball this season yeah no absolutely i mean it's looking like you know college game days has been tossed around um you know if you're listening live today on January 22nd, the number one team in the country, Houston, lost today. Um, that's going to shift the rankings. And, and so with only a couple weeks left to go before that matchup, um, it's looking like it could be really big. One of the biggest in the Auburn-Alabama basketball. I'm not calling it the Iron Bowl of basketball. The Auburn-Alabama So you're basketball one of those. You're rivalry. one of those that gets all offended by that, don't you? Happily. Happily one of those. <laughs> Um, now, well, we'll get to that. We can get to that in potpourri, but yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a big one, uh, here soon. So I'm excited for that. Like you said, I'm not really hoping it's going to be big, uh, as big as it could be, because that would mean some more success on the Alabama side, but I could still see this, even if they drop one, still see this being a top 10 matchup. And, and that would still be massive with, with all the ramifications, the win streak game day in town, blah, 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 blah. So. Yeah, um, it, yeah, that's going to be really exciting to to track as we get closer. 
Oh, it definitely is. And I, like I said, I'm going to be talking about that some more details here. Uh, Good morning, Auburn, uh, Monday morning. So if you can watch that live with me at about 815 is what we're going to do tomorrow. But also do that uh, on the replay if you can catch that. Uh, a little bit of other Auburn potpourri stuff. Uh, I just I want to give this shout out. We may cover this in like another podcast segment down the road here. I just want to give a shout out to Elijah McAllister of uh, Transfer Portal, who's coming in and is embracing the Auburn experience. Man is going out on social media and asking, where do I need to go eat? What do I need to go experience? Just checked out Tumor's Lemonade. So I just want to give the man a shout out. Has, you know, so limited time here with us probably. And he is just Mm. going full Auburn. Gotta love that. Yeah, I mean, I I, I haven't seen this a ton, but I've seen a little bit, some piece of people talking about it. The grad transfer from Vanderbilt, not to hate on Vanderbilt, but to hate on Vanderbilt. They're in the <laughs> SEC, but you know, we're, we're you know we have them for to keep the conference GPA up. But I'm just I you know and let's uh, give them a little credit. Baseball, I think they did uh, something sure. with bowling Baseball, one time. Sure, probably some other sport that we don't care about. But there's there's things that Nashville, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt don't necessarily have as the, the prototypical college town and Auburn is a college town. That, that's what we are. And so, um, yeah, props to him for just getting to experience it. Kind of, I think he's a fifth year grad transfer. So he's yeah. one of the older guys, but he's getting to experience life in a college town, uh, really still for kind of the first time. So I, I, I think that's awesome. And I, and I hope he's enjoying himself. I'd be interested to see where people are giving him suggestions to go eat. Yeah, there's been a lot of good ones on there. So that's I love uh, that he's embracing this because you're getting to see not just obviously what he's going to do and what he's sharing that he's doing, but also what people are suggesting. And to see the difference of opinions is always good. You know, he asked, you know, where do I need to go eat? And of course, you know, I offered my opinions. <laughs> Niffers, uh, we had a lot of fun with y'all this week. Niffers uh, sharing out, uh, talking about that last week's episode. You should uh, with the whole Cadillac dining option menu option situation yeah uh what else what's else on your mind auburn potpourri austin uh i mean it's a sport we haven't really talked about much on this podcast but like a couple hours ago parents and auburn women's basketball got a massive victory over ole miss in overtime um you know auburn's first conference win hands ole miss their second conference loss um huge win um for auburn and hopefully that gets them on the right right track this season it's it's been a rough rough start to sec play um for johnny harris's squad but um you know i'm, I'm gonna butcher her name but aisha kalabi aisha kalabi 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 thank you just call her ac amazing, that's what i call her ace, there you go an amazing game and needed her back um and leading this team and so hopefully that's a sign of things to come um other thing i saw and this is kind of alluding to what i was talking about earlier with the iron bowl however you want to call Auburn Alabama matchups. New AD Rhett Hobart was at the swim meet this past week and called it the Iron Fish Bowl. Never Whilst, never I never thought of that before. That's brilliant. I'm sorry. Never that. Never heard that before. Still don't agree with us doing that. The Iron Bowl is out of Birmingham and is from the football matchup. So I'm we're just going to keep it in that level of arena play. But Iron Fish Bowl that's the new guy who's running our creative department. So I'm, I, I give my golf clap to him. 
I'm just imagining right now like a marketing graphic next year for this. It's because for the people don't know this, but swimming and diving season is like over like that. It's quick, like it's quicker than cross country season. And most people don't aren't even aware we have a cross country uh, team. If you listen to Tiger Tracks, shout out to my wife Jessica and I who do that show. You know that. (laughs) My my pitch always for that show is you may not be that interested in track and field, but if you're interested in a husband and wife bickering the entire time trying to do a podcast, (laughs) we we, we just throw a little of that in there for your flavoring as well. But I'm imagining imagining a marketing graphic now of a fishbowl that has got like a little weird – have you ever been like on the ocean – or seen pictures of the ocean where there's a divide where the salinity of the water is a little bit different. Yeah. So like there's a clearer yeah. blue and like a darker blue and that kind of stuff or a drop. It's off. like where, where, where the oceans meet. And exactly. Yes. The different consistencies of the water yeah. meet, and thus there's a different coloration, all that kind of stuff. I'm imagining that in a fishbowl with one fish being in Auburn on the nice blue side. And then there's this red side with a dead fish, you know, over there, there and it's go. got Alabama on it, and it's seen you know, it's like the red side of the water, all that kind of stuff. So, if we see it next time, then you can say you heard it here first, folks. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm all full of all kinds of ideas. They may not be good ones. I mean, the people who've been following E2C Network for a while know that I have not had a lot of good <laughs> ideas. It's a miracle that we have celebrated uh, nine years recently of doing this, and uh. Still hanging in there, I don't, by the by the grace of God, by the uh, miracles of a lot of you guys being contributors, keeping uh, the energy up here. We have made it this far, and uh, happy to be doing that. But obviously, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, welcome to Rhett Bobart. Is that how you say? It? I can't remember. Hobart. 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 Yeah. With the fishbowl commentary. So this is this is the prime time, Auburn sports fans, for you to be just getting every fill of everything you can you got indoor track swimming and diving the question's about to get going softball and baseball are not too far behind men's and women's basketball gymnastics am i leaving anything else austin i'm sure we are but it's all out there it's all happening right now all happening and really hard to keep track of but boy it's so much fun let's talk about our first big topic of the night we're gonna go way way back not way back i shouldn't say that a year ago into the time machine and Imagine what it was like during a year with Auburn surging, which kind of are right now for men's basketball. But uh, the men's basketball team had just uh, about gotten it. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Austin, at this time last year, they were number one or about to be number one. It, this this time last year, they were playing for it. It, it was all looking like if they could win that game, they, they would be number one. And this little game came up. With this team called Kentucky, I mean, you wouldn't know it now because they suck at basketball this season, but uh, <laughs> they uh, were definitely good last year. Probably are still good to some degree right now. Just give them a little crap because they they can they need a little bit of that in their lives. Big Blue Nation has had it their way for the longest time in SEC basketball, and it's about time that we all give it back to them a little bit. But last year, this game started coming up, and there became this groundswell of discussions about wow this is a big game that's coming up and what we got to do something incredible for this like i mean what are we going to do to build up to this i mean all the students they normally get out to the game super early and line up all the way through the quads area of some of the newer dorm uh situations Mm -hmm. that normally occurs but there was just something different i mean there were discussion of couches being brought in the day before two days before there were discussions of cold weather coming in 
And lo and behold, I'll give some more perspectives to my experience of this, but I want to hear you and what you thought about what became known then as Pearlville right before the Auburn-Kentucky game and leading up to that major matchup and what was a historic time period for Auburn. Yeah, I mean, it, it became this kind of thing where it looked like how early are students going to get out for this kind of game? Because like you said, it was people would get out hours in the morning for a night game and it was one it was started to become okay that's going to be a 11 a.m game how early are they going to get out there and then it on the on the day of the game and then it was like well i there's people out there now and it's the day before the game so are they going to camp out and so it kind of just evolved people started lining up and then we started to get a little more organization from the university like okay we're going to do it this time you can be out here, and then tents started coming. Everyone's starting to worry about the weather, and and then the alumni base, right, from all over, big part of hashtag Auburn Twitter, decides to fund all this money, or provide all this money to fund hand warmers, food, coffee, materials to keep these kids warm in you know sub thirty degree weather as they camp out for this basketball game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so Pearlville was born and uh, just on a cold January day. And all I remember is just, uh, I was in grad school at the time. Um, so I was just kind of at home. I just remember seeing all this happen and, and different people taking the mantle. Allie Davison, one of them kind of thing. She's been on our Auburn roots podcast talking about this whole thing she's kind of spearheading the whole thing of taking up donations and allocating where it goes. Well, Allie lives in Atlanta and there's all these people, you know, do, donating money from all over. And I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything. If, if she'll entrust me to go buy up hand warmers and repay me, then I'll do it. And, and that's kind of what happened. And so, and we did that. I went up and bought everything they had at Walmart, um, took it out there. At that point, there were kids selling hand warmers at that point, And I'm like, no, no, this is free courtesy of all random alumni from around the country um and then the next morning we did the same thing with gosh i don't remember we're probably 25 boxes dozen boxes of donuts uh, boxes of a dozen donuts from Krispy Kreme and um so yeah it, it was just this really it's gonna sound so cheesy but it was this really come together moment uh for a lot of the Auburn family um to help these kids enjoy basketball and enjoy um you know the the hype that was going on. I, I remember one of, one of the articles, and I'm very sorry for whoever wrote it, and I, I'm not crediting you, pointing back to saying, you know, these are the kids who they've had struggles with football. They haven't had the, that big win. Their older brothers and sisters had the 2017 at Georgia and Alabama number one wins. That was when I was there, and my siblings were at, you know, right. Auburn at this time. And so that hit home with me. I just remember thinking, you know, this is their – the biggest thing they've got going on. And, and so I just remember it all kind of coming together and being the crazy environment that it was and kids were absolutely freezing, but they brought heaters out and, and tried to make it, you know, as, as organized as possible. But, you know, Kyle, what, you know what they say is all, all that just to see Kentucky, but uh, you I know, mean, I, really, you know, that's all it was. It was just, just, just to see Kentucky, I guess. I, I guess it was just our Super Bowl or something too. Like they were talking about yeah. this year. I don't know. Um, yeah, from my perspective, this, this was crazy. And this is one of the reasons that I'm so thankful that I I've been afforded given 
taken, however you want to say it, the opportunity to do what I do now on a full-time basis, it gives me the freedom to be able to, on a whim, recognize that something incredible is happening and in a small way, go be a part of it. So I'm literally sitting here in this office Friday. I think this, all this happened on a Friday leading up to a Saturday. Um, yeah. I think it was a two o'clock. Was it two? I couldn't remember. Quite no, no, that. no. Cause they let them in. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember the timeline for this actually. Because it was so cold that morning, I think it was in like the low 30s, if not colder yeah. than that with a wind chill. Um, they were going to let them in earlier than their two hour window. And Bruce brought them in, fed the students and, you know, thanked them just to get them, you know, back life back in. There. And they had a lot of life yeah. even into the morning. And I remember just sitting here, maybe it had been like two o'clock that afternoon. I was like, I think I got to go. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, this may be a bust everybody may be gone by the time i get there but i'm just hearing things i'm hearing couches being brought in i've seen things like you getting involved getting shout out to people like ali davison who are just going beyond you know to make this a special thing for these students and so i arrive and when i tell you that i walk up on a scene I could hear the students from the parking yeah. lot that I parked. And I, and I didn't park super far away, but I parked far away enough where I shouldn't have been able to hear anybody. And the music, the hype, the craziness, and there was a gymnastics meet the night before too. So there was yeah, a, a amount of people, but this is even after that. The energy that pumped in that place into the wee hours of the morning, I can tell you, I, I, think there are some football weekends in a compact space yes not spread across the entire campus that didn't compare to this in terms of the energy in that room like i i dare say in that small compact space proportionally might have felt similar to the iron bowl of 2013 just because of the anticipation the, the fervor with which things had ramped up there. And so we went and we actually have a video um, that you can go find here in the network. And it's, I apologize in advance, very shaky, very like, I'm just doing what I can to capture this moment. Me walking through the tents and stuff like that. It was absolutely nuts. I have never in my life seen anything like that. The excitement, the passion for one basketball game, a two hour basketball game. That's hours even a day before that, when the, all of this started. And I, when they were talking about couches being out there, they're no joke. When they're talking about tents being out there, no joke. What do they call those hammocks, Austin, that they yeah, string Eno, across? Eno hammocks. Eno hammocks. You know, Tons like, of them. Tons of them. Just every tree had it strung across there. They brought in porta potties, you know, to accommodate for the students that were going to be out there. Yeah. Uh, you know, every... 30, not even 30 minutes, probably 15 minutes. Somebody was coming in, people like you bringing in food, hand warmers, supplies, thing like that. You know, players are out there. I remember walking around with Zepp Jasper for a little bit, and he's yeah. just out there hanging out. And more players did that too, but that's just one I remember and how much that meant to them. Really cool experience. Coach Bruce Pearl doesn't want it to be called Pearlville. <laughs> right. Jungle but, City, is that right? Something like that. I, You know, that really hasn't – that conversation hasn't come up again because we, this hasn't happened again, but if it, if it were to happen again this year, <laughs> yeah, uh, boy, would that really kind of solidify the need for, because Bruce even talked about this is going to yeah. need to be addressed for the students in the future. Something to 
you know, some plan in order to accommodate students that might want to do this again. And it, yeah, with all the the, if you're not familiar with where this is in front in with Neville Arena and Village Dining and the Village Dormitory, it's just it's a lot of it is concrete and a lot of it is sidewalk, but there's a massive, not massive, but a big grass courtyard pit area that was just total mud by the time and not from rain but just cold dry weather just mucking up mud everywhere and so it was just gross and 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 we an unfortunate part of it there was so much trash kind of left after the yeah the the after effects was was pretty it was that's when woodstock comparisons started coming in (laughs) and so you know that's an unfortunate part but we're i think some prep needs to happen for that area to kind of be more suitable if, if things like that were to happen again. Um, and hopefully if it were to happen here in a couple of weeks that the organization and kind of, cause I mean, I'm not faulting the people of the Auburn athletic department at all. Cause they, they had no idea what was coming and none of us did, but hopefully the, the kind of joint effort to make, pull that right. off will be a little bit more prepared. But I, I think we have, we have to acknowledge one of the most positive points of all of it is after Allie has, you know, coordinated buying up as many hand warmers as possible and buying as many donuts and right. food and drinks and even just Venmoing kids to go get food um, directly there out there, is thousands of dollars were still sent to Outlive, Coach yep. Pearl's uh, initiative for cancer awareness. And so, um, you know, that is a massive part that I think doesn't get brought up as much, but uh, is something that was a huge, huge reason or not reason, but effect of all this. Right. Um, and, and, and I, it's going to be cheesy and I'll say it again, but that, that is the quintessential thing when people talk about family and that you don't experience it until you're in it. And that when you love Auburn, Auburn loves you back. Like all of that came out kind of in a variety of ways in that weekend. And uh, it was just so fun. I, it's hard to believe it's been a year since then. <laughs> It's it, it in some ways it feels super long ago, but in other ways it feels like just yesterday. Exactly. I felt like I was rolling in in this just haze of energy just emitted yeah. from that place. And I walked and I'm like, I have never for basketball, never in my life seen something like this. And I hope, yeah. I hope truly, maybe a little bit more organized, we get to experience <laughs> it again, maybe in the near future. Yeah. We're going to keep it in the sports realm. We've, we've been a little a sports heavy tonight, but there's a lot going on. And uh, it is winter time, winter sports time. We are going to be talking and updating a lot about basketball, but we don't want to be lost in all this. And how could you when you've got an Olympian and many other great athletes on this team? We got to talk about this women's gymnastics team mm. that, um, yes, their season has been going on for a while. Uh, it's about, two three weeks into the season uh roughly I think maybe mm-hmm. two and a half is probably where we're sitting at yeah. right now but we finally got to come home and have our first home meet suny lee's back darian goburn's back uh, lots of other names that have returned uh to show the tigers uh, once again the tiger faithful that maybe they can make a run at this thing or at least just have regardless just have a special season so whenever we have the opportunity to, and we won't do this for every single bit, when one of us is able to attend something, especially something that's special or unique, like the first home meet of the season, we want to talk about our experience. So I was, I actually 
No, I didn't get a ticket to this one, but I thought I had a ticket to this one this last week, but I was mistaken. I thought uh, it would be nice to hear from you, Austin, what you saw, what you experienced. Obviously, Auburn did win that meet, uh, beating Arkansas. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, old piggies. I, for, I always forget they have a gymnastics team. Woo pig sue to you, Arkansas fans, those of you that are watching out here on the YouTube channel. Uh, or I say we pig suey to them just to, to, just to get their – I was going to say get their goat, but to get their pig, I guess is a better phrase. Anyway <laughs> – before I belabor the point anymore, uh, share with us a little bit about what you saw, what you experienced, first home meet, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, first home meet, um, you know, my wife and I love to go to a lot of them. Uh, they're super fun. So if you've never been, uh, they're super exciting, super fast-paced to be at. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a group that is seasoned, uh, lost, a, lost a few veterans, but now it's a seasoned group that, has been inside Neville Arena and has done these meets and against SEC competition a lot, uh, and and just continues to produce. And obviously, SUNY League is the the headliner and gets all the pub. Um, and she, you know, it's just it's amazing to even think about. It's just normal for her to go out there and get almost tens on every single event. But that's what she did uh, with new routines and new um, moves. Uh, but just a fantastic meet by the girls. Um, the energy was crazy. If you haven't seen the clip of Darion Goborn's family dancing in the stands <laughs> right before she does her floor routine, I mean, her two brothers and her dad coordinated dance efforts. They were about two sections from us, and, and they are just absolutely hamming it up, doing their entire. Oh, so you had like prime viewing. Oh for that. yeah, you, prob- you probably were like. I got to watch this show. Yes. I I'm going to, this, this show with Darian that puts on every single meets great, but I got to watch this show over here. I mean, it was this whole kind of pre pre game to Darian's routine of her family having a, a dance party that was all coordinated with, with her own like brothers got on a hoodie with her on the back. Dad has on a white t-shirt with her name. I mean, it was just, it was hilarious to watch, but also really cool to see. You know, I think we see a lot of the times when we see family or we get, we see the, the sweet videos of family, it's right. mom watching quarterback or dad and mom watching point guard. This was two older brothers watching national champion senior, or I guess fifth year senior gymnast, gymnast about to do her forward team for the first time, for the last time, if that makes sense. And so uh, it was really special to watch. And and I I think Darion was kind of taken aback more than anything. She was just kind of standing there staring at him like the rest of us, um, but but laughed about it. And, and then obviously absolutely slayed her, her floor routine, uh, the queen, as they call her. And so yes. um, it was it was an absolute blast. And it's so exciting to watch um, Arkansas is going to be, you know, they're a top 25 team. They'll probably fall out when rankings come out tomorrow. Um, coached by Jordan Weaver. I did not know that from the 2012 gold Olympic team, um, mm-hmm. the fierce five. Um, she's um, younger. No. Yeah. At my age and coaching head coach of the SEC gymnastics team. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, and so that kind of put it in perspective, but uh, just a really good team. And so it was a great opening to the SEC – well, not open SEC season, but the home season for Auburn Gymnastics. Uh, and it looks like it's going to be a special year for this group. So I'm excited for them to keep going. And uh, I think they've got NC State next Friday. 
Um, so take a break from the SEC season, but uh, right. a good matchup for Auburn, and it's bound to be another incredible atmosphere for Auburn gymnastics Friday night. Well, it's not like they haven't gone on and faced the top of the top already. They've put their work in. Why Why not take a little break from SEC Absolutely. competition, which yet again in a collegiate sport is is the top of the tops or tends to be up there. It, yeah. You know, it's really funny. Just a quick aside. It always, not always, more often than not, feels like it's the SEC, Oklahoma, and Texas, which is why they're coming to be part of the SEC <laughs> that are like up yeah. there. And you get your like weird ones in there. Occasional uh, big yeah right it, it, it's it's an odd thing that happens across college sports for some reason so when the people tell you that the sec is not dominant i listen i'm not an sec guy like meaning like i, I don't hardcore root for the sec we've had this discussion before i root against the sec and i know that's stupid illogical i understand you don't like people are screaming at me right now who are listening to the podcast why would you not want them to be good so when you beat them you look better i get that all that that's just the ignorant person in me i just want to watch my other teams fail except for vanderbilt because like we've talked about it it's vanderbilt what do they got baseball every once in a while anyway back to gymnastics um obviously folks if you can get to one of these meets you need to especially at home it's really fun um and i can say that from experience last year i will be at the final meet i was sure to grab some tickets for that hopefully everybody stays healthy so we can see that but if you have not experienced Darian Goborn, her family apparently, uh, in person in Neville Arena, you need to. If you have not got a chance to see a 10 won by uh, Suni Lee on one of her events, usually uh, Balance Beam is her best one, right? I believe. Isn't that usually how Beam it goes? or bars? Beam or bars? Bars. She, that's the she, other one. On bars and on floor this week, she got one 10 from one judge. So there's two, for those who might not, there's two judges. And they averaged the two. So one got 9.95, one did 10. And, of course, the one that got 9.95 was booed to Kingdom Come because uh, it's all public. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, a big controversy, so that, wasn't it, like that with one of the judges that, like, one gave an outstanding mark and the other one was, like, so far. I was like, what did you see? Like, what, yeah, what happened? Yeah, normally it's not. So, like, that 10 and 9.95, that's the smallest increment in between, right? But the other night there was multiple occasions where it was, like, you know, 9.9 and 9.7 are not big margins that, that should not happen. And so, um, yeah, it was very odd, but, but she's going to get one in Neville arena this year, if not more than one, I have no doubt. So definitely need to get out there. It's not a matter of if, but when, Mm. so don't, don't, uh, you know, waste your opportunities. You can get a standing room. I actually recommend sitting's great. And I recommend it. It's, it's nice to have somewhere to sit down. But uh, for gymnastics, because there's so much going on, because the team rotates around to the different state uh, areas, I actually kind of, in a certain way, prefer the standing room only tickets because you can just walk, in, as long as it's not crowded over in that area, walk to that section and get a better view of that event that's going on with your team at that moment. So however you do it, get there and view them because it's, it's not for long that soon he's going to be here. Yeah, so. I should say, Kyle, too, something I noticed kind of in the atmosphere. Looks like there's courtside seats this year. I don't know if you were able to tell that from television. Well, normally the they students have... get the and the gymnasties get their little courtside seats like normal, but you're talking about general fan seating? Yeah, not just like front row of the bleachers. Gymnasties are like, you know, 
and I, and my wife noticed it really because the gymnasties on, on when the opposing team does their forward team, they kind of like to have a little fun with them and, <laughs> and mimic, mimic them as best they can until they start flipping. It's quite entertaining. Uh, it is very, but they didn't have quite as much room because there were I'm assuming fans and, and higher level donors um, in some seats right there, which is pretty awesome. Uh, but I also noticed TV was not where they normally are. Right yeah, they're kind of toward the middle of the jungle, similar to basketball. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting that there yeah. are floor seats, I guess, for uh, gymnastics this year. But hey, I mean, if you can find a way to bring in some more money, go, go right ahead. I mean, when you got a gold medalist, you put the butts in the seats however you can, you even if you soak add it a for all seats. it's worth. That's right. Exactly. So happy uh, that the season is going on, obviously, already, but that the home season is in full swing now. And we'll watch the rest of that. I'm sure we'll talk about that many more times here throughout the winter uh, episodes of the Auburn Experience podcast. We appreciate you guys listening to this episode, episode 20, Austin. It's in the books. We just keep plugging along, keep hanging in there, and you guys keep enjoying it, and we will keep doing this show for you on your way out. Austin, where can they find you on social media? Oh, Austin G. Scott is where you can find me and, and my camera mishaps, but uh, that weren't on the, that weren't on the recording, but on the none, on... <laughs> none on the recording and none so far tonight. So far, so uh, we should be good. But yeah, uh, Austin G. Scott on just about anything is where you can look for me. And you can find me on Twitter at Kyle Loomis twenty four or follow ETC Network for all of the stuff that we put out there across every social media platform everything basically if it's not on something you want it there talking about it i can't say we guarantee everything but we'll try our best to do so for you until we talk to you again on the next episode of the auburn experience war eagle war eagle